Good morning. Welcome to the Bond Sunday Morning Services. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. You can call in. It is live. You can call in right now by calling 800-411-BOND, 800-411-2663. You can also email us, church at bondinfo.org, church at bondinfo.org, and put your name and town, name and town on your emails. And I, I do appreciate that. And good morning, everybody here. Good morning. All you tea party folks. <laughs> <laughs> Not one black person said, oh. <laughs> How come black people don't participate in You know, I was having a conversation with, this is not what the subject is about, I don't think. But I was having a conversation with a friend of mine last night. And I said, I was looking at this documentary, and they were talking about how white people went to um, uh, Australia and took over Australia, right? They took it away from the people of color. What a what? Oh, yeah. And then, and then the white folks made it really nice, and, you know, now everybody want to go there. So I'm thinking, how come white people are the only people who seem to be progressive? You know, like they go and take over plays and make it nice, and then everybody else want to follow them. And I wonder, why is that? I noticed that. And... Uh, and so I asked my friend, why is it that white people are taking over everywhere? They took the land from the Indian, and now we have a nice place to live. They took Australia, now we all want to go there, and everybody want to emulate the white people. And he said, well, the Chinese or the Asian folks, who live downtown L.A.? Are those Chinese people? Koreans. Chinatown folks. Uh, what are they? No, the Koreans. Yeah, you know how they... There's Japanese. Too. It's, yeah. it's so mixed up. Hey, quite nice. They made Hawaii nice, huh? Yeah, I don't China. I think Did they do that without the help of the white man? No. No? No, probably not. But no, probably not. So, and made Hawaii nice yeah. too. Huh? The white man came and, and uh, made Hawaii nice too. They had cannibals there. So, and then I'm... The white man came. And I'm looking at South Africa. You know how they ran the white folks out of South Africa? And now South Africa is going downhill. It's not like they're taking it and making it better. They're not even improving on it, upon it. So I need to know real fast why white people can do it better than any other race. That's not true. That's not true? No. Name me a place where people of color did it. Japan. Asian. Japan? Uh, huh? Did you say Japan? Yes. Oh. They're very prejudiced about Japanese. You go to their restaurants, they, they, have, they say you can't go to They follow the white man? Yeah. If yeah. you're brown eyes, there's no... But did you, they're trying to. You know, in terms of running their own economy or whatever it is. But they're taking from us and using our stuff, right? No, they're more Don't they own us now? <laughs> China, China. China, But anyway, I just wonder why white people do it better. I think it's. And I was thinking about coming back white in my next life. I hope the reverse ha don't happen. I come back white and I still be on the wrong side of the fence. <laughs> white people. Yes, Hermes. So I think throughout history, you've had different parts of the world, different races that have basically advanced their culture. But definitely, I think the Western civilization for the past, I don't know, several hundred years or longer, um, you know, yeah, they've definitely led the way in a lot of different ways. So 
It's just their era right now. So I'm not imagining this, right? No, no you're right. And it's okay to say it out loud. Because I'm the only one that seems to be saying it. There's a theory out there that a lot of it has to do with back, back, back when native civilizations were being built, that the, the areas and the lands that had better um, agriculture and food production was easier to grow them and yeah. manufacture food. Those civilizations flourished very easily because it took fewer people to feed the masses, if you will. But when you're on an island, like say you're in, like how the Southeast Asia and the Hawaii that you had to be hunter-gatherers, so people couldn't really focus on other things besides just survival because there wasn't the means to do it. Oh. So there's a whole book on that theory. And that, and that still I know, but my, my thing is, life is about progressing. You know, you overcome sitting around smoking pot all day, and you create a spaceship to go out of space somewhere, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> white people seem to be the only one that, like, I guarantee you, had not white folks showed up to America, the Indian would still be sitting around smoking pot today. Yes, yes. Isn't that true? Yes, that's true. It's a race thing. I think huh? That's true? Okay. Well, let me take this one, the black man first. He said he could go and explain it to me. Actually, like I said before, you have different civilizations from, the, you know, Egyptian, Chinese, and all that. They've had their dominance, but the Western civilization, uh, you can say European civilization, is the only one that was rooted in Judeo-Christian values. Oh. That's the primary right. reason why. Right. Oh, so it's all about Jesus. Amen. Yeah. But black people act like they like Jesus, too. They, they go in the other way. <laughs> Am I right, Rodney? Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Is it right or not? Don't, I mean, why did it take you so we long? Have, we, yeah, we, I asked that thing about the Martin Luther King parade every year. I said, why is it that it never gets and never improves? I know, it's just a little <laughs> tiny, homemade, crazy. South Central parade. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. What's think, up with that? I think what he said is true, though, but I think also when... White, the white man is also, when he's uh, gone into civilization, he's taken them over and he's taken their technology or whatever they've learned. And Who's technology? Whatever they've learned, whatever, um, um, technology may not be the right word, but whatever things they've learned because the Egyptians had a very advanced knowledge for a while, too. I know, so but they when they came here, for an example, this was like a, could have been a great country built by the Indians, and they could have created technology and moved it forward, but they didn't. They were too busy smoking a peep pipe. I agree. When I went to Africa, when I went to Africa, I saw the um, African tribes, and I really got kind of upset because I said, "We're supposed to pro progress, uh -huh. and they're still in huts in total darkness." In Africa? And, yeah. Yeah. And then down the road is lighting and everything else, but they want to stay in this type of. You know, I am so sick of turning on the TV and seeing these little black folks run around in Africa and all this dust, dancing and singing. Are you sick of seeing that? Africa is like a beautiful land. You can really build on it. But all they do is run around singing kumbaya or something. <laughs> in little hut clothes and hut hats. It's Jesus. What? It's Jesus. Are you, am I the only one sick of this? Yeah, there's a difference. It's not it's a color thing. I think it's a foundational thing of what you grow up. I'm reading about Condoleezza Rice and her grandparents were, you know, were died for education. I mean, they got it right. way back when. And um, they instilled it in their children, dedication, education. Yeah, 
you know, character excellence. I know, but... No different than anyone else. But they don't build their communities. Yeah, I think that's wrong. When you get famous, when you get money, go back and invest. Yeah. Like Denzel Washington, he wants But only the white... Boys love. I mean, give back. But see, I, I think that it needs to be like, not necessarily feel guilty that you got to go back and no, do something. No, I think it should, come it should do heart. it like the white folk do it. Just do it. It should be creative. Yeah, out of the heart. Not out of some need to go back and do some, you know, humble yeah. service and because you're black or white and now you got to go yeah. back and help. I, we need to create something. Amen. We do. Isn't that true? Yeah. I'm not talking about you. You're already doing it. White folks are already doing it. <laughs> I'm talking, yeah, people of color. <laughs> well, I can help consult. We were talking about how the Mexicans are coming here from Mexico, right? But they're not like coming and creating a great environment. They're bringing Mexico. Yeah. If you if you go over there in East LA, wherever they live, South Central, it looked like Mexico. Pigs running around, cows and <laughs> clothes hanging out on the fence, and yeah. it's like they're just bringing Mexico. And just sucking the life out of the poor white people. Well, not everyone. I mean, I have, you know, a housekeeper that owns a house, pays taxes on her, you know, income, and her husband but that's a too. very few. Yeah, just, I'm just talking about overall. For, you know, yeah. Yes, Ted, last word on, oh, then I'll take you down, yes. Ted. I think it's the influence of, of, the, um, of the Christian principles that spread across mostly uh, Europe, but, and, and not only the Christian principles, do you can see the same thing to some extent with the Jews? The, 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 Jews, yeah. the Jews, wherever they went, when they were dispersed over the oh, world. Oh, that's a good point. Europe, they, they also, because to some But they're extent, still white people, though. Uh, well, I know, I, but I don't think it's race. I think it, to, to the degree that people tried to follow the, the, the principles and the Judeo Christian principles, to that degree that they were yeah. successful. So do white people know Jesus better than us? Maybe in times past. Yeah. Oh. Yes, sir. Uh, Europe, for uh, many centuries, was totally controlled by religion. Right. The, the church was in charge for hundreds of years. And uh, obviously what Ted is talking about, these... Uh, principles somehow uh, came to bear upon and, and, and created a culture. Yeah, we talked about that last you night, know, too. In other words, hard work and, uh, and, uh, and, you know, innovation and exploration, yeah. and all this came out of that. And, you know, for instance, here, here's what, if you look at the founding of America, you see, that why has America become as great as it is is because they, they incorporated the principles right, right into, the, into our Constitution. You but see? the sad thing That's about it... Why America became the country that it is. The sad thing about it, the white man or white people are becoming the most hated people now. It's like all these people of color who are not doing anything are now jealous and hating this white man. And I'm thinking, if the white man stopped building, everything going to be a ghetto. We won't have any innovation. But that, destruction too that he's caused. But that's all right. The good outweighs the bad. <laughs> well, you know, in the right way. Well, you know, America was built on the back of slavery. Okay, <laughs> right on slaves. <laughs> okay. 
Right, but I know, but had not they done that, we, we wouldn't have an America. How do you know? At least they had sense enough to make the black man build it. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. They're not building it. But look what happened. As soon as they left Africa, South Africa, the white man is not there to make them build. Now it's falling apart. Well, it's only falling apart because the Africans are angry and, and, and mad about everything. Well, it's this, their anger that's destroying everything. It could be their anger too, it's but they were they not invaded. But also, they were colonized, and they and they, they in, in the way they that. well, yeah, yeah they, they can, could get over. It takes we time. can't have they any have excuses. Do they have the Bible? That's right. That's a question. We cannot have any excuses about why these people have messed up like this. We got to really lay it out there. So the truth can you make can't, us free. You, just, you can't say that everybody was on a level playing field, Jesse. That's not. But that's if not things are same. tough, you become tougher. That's, right. okay. that's, that's one good thing about things being tough. You're supposed to become better from it. But spiritually, then, the, the destruction that causes okay, you're saying? Yeah, you need some it, destruction. It, it takes time to you need both. all of the destruction that was. But you absolutely need both. You need right. to weave out the bad to bring in the so good. it's okay for the black people now to hate the white people because you need to go with your logic. I mean, what do that mean? I mean, it's okay to hate they the white man. They didn't hate the white man. They gave him a job. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they didn't hate the black man. They gave him a job. So if we, if, we, if, we grow, if we start developing and innovating, then it's okay to put somebody else down to get where we need you to. You always need somebody to work for you. That's slavery-wise. You just treat your slave well. Slave is not a negative thing if done in the right way. Where? Are we all slaves? We work for one another, we're slaves. Isn't that true? That's right. If we work for one another, we're all slaves. Isn't that true? No, you had your hand. No, slavery, no. Yeah, we are slaves. No, you have an option whether you want to work or not. You don't have an option whether you want to be a slave or not. But we all, even if you don't work, you're still going to be a slave to something. You got to go steal. You got to go beg. You got to go depend on the government. So you become a slave to that. That's not slavery. That's not slavery? No, it's not. We're slave to Christ. That's not slavery? And he's a white man. (laughs) You have have an option as to whether you want to be. Okay, I don't want to turn. See, I knew I should have brought this up. (laughs) Let me get one from the angry black woman. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. What do you think about what I'm saying here? I've thought the some of the same things about why um, white people sometimes do things better, but I think back in history, uh, Africans had um, like great societies also. I've read about. Um, I don't know what happened, but I had a question for you. Does it have, I've heard about this, does it have anything to do with supposedly like a, curse, a curse on black people? Does it have anything to do with the curse on black people? There is a curse on black people, not all but most of them, but I don't think that has anything to do with it. I just think because they won't live upright, they won't be individuals, they won't do the right thing. 
then it's a curse. But I don't think it has anything like God has like cursed black folks and now they can't function. They're brought it on themselves. What do you think about that? I was talking about the curse of Noah. Curse of what? Noah. Of Noah? Oh. And do you think that's why we like that? No. I'm not saying it's true. I'm, I was asking you. Yeah, I don't think so. What's the curse? I doubt it because Christ has made it possible for all of us to be free and do what we need to do in life. So if there was a curse in the past, it's not there now. He came that all may be free. And, right. and it has nothing to do with your color. It has nothing to do with your male or female. It's, it's, a, it's a spiritual thing. So I wouldn't hang on to the curse thing. But you wonder why white people do it better, right? I do wonder about that. Yeah. I, but we need to say it out loud, not just wonder. We need to say, let me ask my racist white friend, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Grand Go ahead, Pat. <laughs> The Grand Wizard. <laughs> I like your hat you had on yesterday. <laughs> and that hood was kind of shaking too. <laughs> Go ahead, Pat. Let me remove the sheet as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, you know, it's been touched on already. It's pretty simple. Uh, you know, you started in the Middle East. You had the Jews there, very strong society. You had Christianity came out. You had Paul, who ended up going all over Europe and building churches. So Europe was built first. Places like Africa and places like that were not Christ, made Christian that much. Yeah. And, and the Christianity that did spread to Africa was like places like Nigeria became at a certain point Christian. And you notice that Nigerians are some of the hardest working, smartest people around. Yeah. Because they're Christian. And Good when, point. When you see Christianity all over the world, it works. If the, the problem with Mexico is you had people from Spain coming over. Spain was a Catholic Christian country, very well-developed country, very, very ahead of things. They came over and they tried to they colonized the Indians, and you ended up having Spaniards mixed with Indians, and you could end up with Mexicans. A lot of the Mexicans, the Indians who became colonized, did it, it, it was by force. They became Catholic down there, but they're not really Catholics because they're really into it. They were just kind of like forced Catholics. So they're not in it by, because they believed in it. And that's where you see all over the world. If, if, if you see pure Christianity and Judaism, you see progress. If you don't, and the problem right now in Europe is all of their past has been Christian. A lot of it's been Christian. But now in the last few years, that's been killed off. It's very secular now. So you're seeing it, the, the white Christianity that you're seeing is dying. So this thing about seeing the whites do well and all that, you're not going to see that much of that anymore because that's dying off in Europe. So, I don't, you know. So it's over for us then. Well, <laughs> you, have, you, have, you, you have to have Christianity spread, and good Christianity, not fake Christianity. You have to have the right kind of Christianity spread amongst the world, and then things will be fine for everybody. You guys can come here and sit. Uh, that's very interesting. So it's over for us. No. I remember, when, I remember when Gary, Indiana was predominantly white. And it was so pretty, flowers and grass and stores and just innovative. The white man left and overnight it turned into a ghetto. Just like that. There was nobody, nobody took over, even though they elected a black mayor and everything became black. Nobody took over and made the city wonderful or kept it going, you know. It just went downhill 
And then all the good black folks left Gary and went out to the suburb with the white folks. And I'm thinking, how come we can't take it and make it nice? You know, why can't we just build on what's already there? It's not like we had to come up with any new ideas. Well, didn't they do that in but Brooklyn, though? In Brooklyn? Like a black community that has reinvented Brooklyn and put parks and flowers and stuff? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. They have? Yeah. It's but I want to see. But I want to see people of color do something, you know, because they're attacking the white man, and, and if the white man give up, then we got to all be in the ghetto. And I've learned how to live nice by looking at the white folks. I think it's just determination and sticking to your principles. Yes, uh, Frankie. And then we got to move on here. The, um, when Abraham, God promised Abraham uh, blessings, a lot of blessings. And he said that, uh, that um, in every country, in every part of the world, in every uh, stronghold, there will be um, leaders from your seed, and every part of the world will be, will be blessed where you put your foot. And so I think part of it is that, the, the great blessings put upon on Abraham's seed. Uh, and Abraham was white. I don't know. What do you he call? must have been. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't okay. think it a, it's a race thing, Just I believe it's all economics. Uh uh. Yes. Uh, I can't go for that. Okay. Do you go for that? No. Yeah. Um, I, I was going to say something. It's to me, it's principles, and then anger, jealousy. All those things are in place. Yeah. Uh, even in dating, I will uh, dating a black man. I'll say, okay, you hate. Why do you hate the white man? Yep. You're not going to treat me right. That's right. So it starts in the home. If yep. you're not going to be right by me and be honest by me. What is your what is your foundation built on? Very good point. There's no there's no good foundation established, and you meet people, and it can be right in your family, and there's jealousy there. I just found out a nephew of mine was talking about my my daughter and son-in-law. Yeah. To her father. Wow. <laughs> at her baby shower. Yeah. Lied, straight out lied, first cousin. So I think it's jealousy. Um, we got to do something about this, though. Insecurity. I saw your daughter dancing on TV. Oh. With her husband? Uh-huh. Yes. I T T Tech. Living it up. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> Tell them I saw it. Okay. I finally saw it. I know they told me about the com they have a commercial on TV, so oh, yeah. I finally saw it. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Pat, you wanted to say something real well, quick? Well, just one thing. You know, there's an excuse made about places like South Africa. That is a purely race situation because the whites that were in there they did good and bad. It's not like they were all good. They did some, they had apartheid system that was wrong. But they did do a lot of good things and they built a lot of wealth in the country. Yeah. The problem now is just the, the blacks are so angry at the, at the whites. They went in there and just destroyed the country and, and are still to this day chasing down whites, killing off farmers and people that are there. Yeah. I mean, that's purely anger. It's just There's a wrong. logic in that. Don't people stop after a while? I I'd like to say, um, I'm from Costa Rica, I was born in Costa Rica, and you know what they did, the, the Spanish did to all of Latin America? I mean, they went and they raped and they took our gold, I mean, because I'm Indian. And I don't find any resentment towards the Spanish, and I don't see why the 
the black person stop that resentment. I mean, there's got to be a time we have to stop the resentment. You have to let it go. You, you really you do. And I, I, I can't imagine. I always joke. I'm like, <coughs> when I find my Spanish friends, and I go, oh, you took our gold, and you did this, and it's ha-ha. But I don't find it any, like, any part of me that's resentful. resentful. I mean, I go to Spain, and I don't find resentful. I'm not resentful. You notice the sad thing about it, I think, now that I'm listening to you guys, what people are doing is holding on to the past. You know, they're remembering who did what to whom, and they're holding on to the past. And when you hold on to the past that doesn't even exist except in your mind, you're never going to move forward because it's an illusion. It's not even real. And when you hold on to something that's not there, then you suffer. And I think we need to get over all that. Oh, okay. I'm sorry? Oh, okay. We need to get over all that what happened way back then, it's done, it's over, it's time to move forward. And, and start doing it right now, because right now is all that we have. There is no future, there is no past, it's just now. And, and I like to see people of color act like, I mean, get over the past. Stop living this lie in your head and start being more innovative, start building in your communities. You know, get married and stop being mad at the, at the white man. It's just ridiculous. It doesn't make sense that grown men's, men cannot create. You know what I mean? You literally have people of color who cannot create. They can't even cut the grass in their own yard or won't cut it. And it's time out for this. How long are we going to blame the poor white guy? Oh, yes, sir. I was saying, it's not racial, it's cultural. I mean, you talk about South Africa, it's like, the culture there was the white people did everything and they kept the black people down. Right. And now they've just switched over. You can't expect the black people to all of a sudden immediately say, okay, this is how I take care of my community and this is how I build stuff up. They don't know how. You know, It's like I've never taken a car shop class. It's like you give me a car, you're like, all right, fix it. It's like I don't know how. And it's the same here. It's like, so they shouldn't. So It'll come, but it, you can't expect it to come immediately. It's completely new. For but when they were living in those little hut things, I mean, that, Why didn't they where, build out yeah. there? That's you know what where, I'm saying? It's just like where they place their values, you know, and like culturally what's important to them. Like you look at like Europe, you know, like they started off with like kingdoms and there was a very powerful leader on the top that progressed, like pushed and pushed innovation. And that's who they made their leaders. And if you make your leader someone who doesn't value that stuff, yeah. your, your culture is not going to progress point. with that stuff. Yeah. So I don't think it's racial. It's just kind of inherently where your values are. And that's what kind of builds up to the top. And, and so those black people don't have any values. Well, they, it's not, yeah. it's not yeah. wrong or right. It's just, right. It's just immoral. isn't to progress and build. It's just immoral black people. It's just what? <laughs> immoral. Because I remember when we lived on the plantation, we were restricted, but yet we build. You know, there, there were black colleges and that yeah. was this going on. It brought out the best in us. Yeah. We didn't just sit back and look across the road at the white man and, and did nothing. You know, we went to, um, uh, what did we go to? Uh, Jer uh, Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. Israel. And I'll take you in a minute. Uh, we went to Israel, right? And you know how they've given everything over to the Palestinians? Those folks? And they live right across the road from the Jews. I mean, just step across the road, right? On this side where the Jews live, it's beautiful. I mean, just everything, just innovative, beautiful. And right across the road is ghetto. The city of David sits in a hill 
on a hill. And when you look over at the city, the city is beautiful, could be beautiful because houses are built in the mountain. But yet it's a ghetto, and all these people are doing is sitting over there looking at the Jews being mad. I'm like, why don't you guys hate this beautiful area and build it up? I mean, you can't find a more beautiful place than the city of David. Anybody ever seen it? Yeah. You gotta go there and see it. Yeah. But they won't they won't do anything. They just sit in there and try to take the Jew Jewish people other stuff that they have. This kind of stuff it doesn't make sense to me. But are they I'm, I can build just like the Jews. So if I got this beautiful area, I'm gonna paint the house, I'm gonna build, I'm gonna educate myself and show the Jews we can do it too. Does that make more sense? Yes. Duh. And then I'll take the email. There was a time in uh I lived in uh, Michigan for a while, and my grandfather was born there. And in East Detroit, which now is total, the worst part of Detroit I think you can get, get, in, get into, was mostly black-owned Yeah. A- and when he was young. And he said that there was black, uh, most of the houses that we saw were all black-owned, and the businesses were black-owned businesses. And I remember Detroit being that way. Yeah. yeah. And then the white man left. Yeah. Well, in this particular, I don't know about all the little neighborhood, but in this particular neighborhood, it was mostly black. Yeah. It was a black-owned... There's something wrong with this that needs to be dealt with. And we need to stop making up excuses and living in the past and talking about what happened way back when Moses was around. Where's Moses now? <laughs> Where's Moses? I'll rest my case. Yeah, Pat. Well, I mean, one other thing. There's a difference between ignorance and hatred. Now, if somebody doesn't know how to build something, right? okay, fine, you can learn that. But that doesn't explain someone running around with a machete and chopping someone's head off. Thank you. The, over in Israel, the Palestinians don't even want you to pray in the dome thing. You know, they took us in the dome, and they said, we have to pre- let's get in a circle and pretend that we're just talking, and we're going to pray so we can. And they're walking their silly selves around trying to see if we're praying or not instead of going home and building their community. It's insanity. And it's Jake. Wow. (laughs) He looks like a football player. He is. These are my God kids, and I haven't seen them since they were just... (laughs) This Malachi? Mm -hmm. That is amazing, boy. How you guys doing? Good. Good? Mm -hmm. All right. Last word on this, Martin. You had your hand. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Is that right? Like, it, it passed? Kind of a point off of his, but it's, it's passed. Okay, yes, Boris. Um, You're talking about Detroit. Liberal governments took over there, and that's the end result. Nobody lives there. Houses sell for, you know, $15. But a point was really well taken by Glenn Beck on his show yesterday. He said that... Um, he walks around New York, and that's where he pays taxes, and they pay the, the most taxes of anybody in this country. And this country is heavily taxed. And he's walking around looking at the things that are wrong. See, well, I pay all these taxes. Why isn't this fixed? Why isn't that fixed? And there's this homeless guy sitting there on the ground. And he started to think, and he said, well, wait a minute. The liberal philosophy takes money away from people against their will in most cases and uh, the Christian philosophy 
is that he's going to help that homeless man on his own. We've forgotten how to do that. To say, brother, you know, what do you need? How can I help you? They're waiting for uh, our heavily taxed people to do it, and they're not doing it. The, the, the liberals are not doing it. They're not helping. I like to get away from this thing of helping people so much. I think that's overrated, too. Every time you look around now, you got to help somebody. Why come we can't help ourselves, you know? And then help in moderation. Christ said that if you don't eat, you should die. Why don't we let these people die out? Kind of get them out of the way so we can start afresh. When you go downtown Los Angeles, thousands, well, hundreds of black men just laying around high doing nothing. And people are constantly helping these folks, doing them no good at all. And then they become a drain on society. We got to go back to the other way. And it should start with us and start here today. I don't want us, I want things to change for the good. Let's have an email. We have an email. Who's to say that simplicity is not what's best? A lot of the growth that I guess they're saying white people have done is damaging to the environment. Oh, get a life. <laughs> the green person. Is that the best the you can do? Climate. Who wrote that? Kerr Johnson. Kerr. <laughs> Kerr, you're just joking, right? He's just playing. <laughs> the ghetto is the worst thing that can possibly happen to an environment. Don't you agree? Yeah. You agree, John? Yeah. The ghetto, and there are ghettos everywhere. That's the worst thing that can happen to an environment. It's to turn into a ghetto. There are too many ghettos around. Ron, am I wrong on this? Because you normally correct me when I'm on people of color. Am I wrong on this one? Yeah. I can't hear you, sister. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you definitely have a, a good point. There, there's something there. I don't know. It seems like I'm trying to see what your point is. You, you emphasize the races a lot. And I guess right. it's your point to just stir everything up so people will take notice. If they get mad, they'll... Think about it. Is that your point, really? I hadn't thought of it that way, but that's a good point. That's what it seems like. Yeah. My like point is we have people of color who are acting like the Palestinians with the Jews, sitting across the road, looking at the white man and complaining and want to destroy him and take everything that he has. And when they have a whole world right around them that they can build on, I don't need to take the white man stuff. I could do it myself. It seemed to me that would be an insult to black people or any race of people that you got to take your fellow man stuff rather than doing your own, and it says that your fellow man is better than you. It doesn't seem to be good for the self-esteem when you do that. I agree. Am I right? Yes, I agree mm -hmm. with that. So that's why I'm saying black people and Hispanics and I don't know what the, the, the Chinese and, uh, and those <laughs> folks are doing. They, keep, they seem to keep to themselves. You notice that? Yes. They build Chinatown and nobody comes out. And I, I don't know why. But it's t this is like America. It's the greatest country in the world. Every kind of opportunity that you can think of and cannot think of is there. But there's something wrong with the people who are not taking advantage of those opportunities. And I think, in itself, the feedback I got today, you need to let the past go and stop hating. Because we all have a great talent within us. We really do have it. 
but you got to let it come out. Booker T. Washington had the same problem with black Americans. He said, look, instead of running up north and living in the ghettos, everything you need is right here. And he said to white people, you need to work with black people because as they progress, you're going to progress too, you know. And so it's time out for blaming and living in the past. Moses is dead. Isaac, Jacob, and all those guys are gone. The Indian stuff been taken. <laughs> Let's pick up where we are now and move forward. Let's don't accept all this other stuff that's coming from people. Christine, am I wrong? No, I think you're right, but I think one of the reasons that, that is hard is that, um, you know, to have somebody like Booker T, you get in there and really get people together on the same page. We're going to rebuild our community. Instead, you've got some, you know, a lot of the black leaders are saying, you know, you need more welfare, you know, we've been, you know, and they keep, because they're, they're, they're actually making, you know, their own name, their own living by, by keeping well, the Well, why are black people so dumb they keep falling for the lie? I don't know. Because these so-called black leaders, they're living well. They live in suburbs. They, their children are going to the best schools. They're married. They may be cheating on their wives, but they're married. And, uh, <laughs> but so why don't they like look at these people and say, you know what, if the white man is keeping us down and we need government, why don't they need government too? Doesn't that make sense? So why are black people waiting so dumb that they can't see that? Let me ask John, uh, another racist. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I think that, uh, what's been said in here so many times before was because they're angry and they're blind by that and then you look for excuses and you blame and uh, you can find all sorts of facts and history that are true but if you if you uh, are hung up on the past or if you're dwelling on the past and that just reinforces your excuses. Yes sir. Very good. You agree with that way? Uh, yeah. I agree, with, I, I agree with that but I, I also think that it takes time for these things to happen. Well, we've been because free. I mean this we've been free. I mean we've been free. this only been this has only happened for a short period of time. But well, we've been free for 150 years. No, no, oh, please, no. what 150 years you know you talking Have we been about? free for 150 years? You so say you want a plantation, are you 150 years old? Yes. But we were free. I mean you know like it was moving forward. You know what I mean? Okay, the problem is that the slavery now is in our minds. Thank you. I'm done I mean, with it now. There's no time for any of this. I'm done with it the now. That's the truth. Anger and everything else, you'll get up and you'll be able to do what you need. It's to do. all in the mind. Look what great work you and your wife have done, Wayne. And you just black as ace of spades. <laughs> and what does that have to do? With it? <laughs> it didn't hold you back. Well, I didn't say that. Because you got out there, you hustle, you did right, you yeah, you interact with people, you. You know, you didn't sit over across the road and, and just... If we didn't have that, I would be that just that much further ahead. If you didn't have what? If we didn't have what we dealt with in the past. You know, such as slavery. I disagree. Where we, where we weren't allowed to no, be educated. No, I disagree with we, that. Oh, let me get to where we weren't allowed to be educated. And then there were certain jobs that we just couldn't have. No, I disagree. Past. But you still live... Let me tell you why. So, so I'm, just saying, I'm just saying the past does have something to, to do with where we are today. Only if... Yes, uh, only it's if it's in the past. Yes. I understand yeah, it's that it's in the past, so but I'm saying it doesn't. Don't worry about what couldn't be. Just move forward. Thank you. And let go of the anger. I'm telling you, I got to move forward with this. 
when I was growing up, even though the laws were against it, I remember for colors on, there were black colleges everywhere. That's right. And they were good, good schools. And people, blacks would go there. I read, a friend of mine told me the other day, who was a doctor, he and I grew up together. We went to a little small school. Uh, it was about eight, eight buildings at best. And it was first grade to the 12th. When I graduated, there were literally 18 people in my class. But I just found out the other day, and we didn't get any government money. I remember some white people used to come and bring us money for the school. And I remember that because we had to celebrate when they come, you know. <laughs> we had to go in the auditorium and sing to them. <laughs> and do the butt dance. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> My friend told me the other day that we had that school has the highest SAT score in the whole country. I mean, the whole county area around there, than the white schools and the other black schools in the area. They had the highest SAT score than any other school in the area there. And there have been more of the kids who graduated from that school who've gone on to college. They are now working. They have major positions in government. They are doctors and lawyers and. And I didn't even know they were doing this well, but he did a research on it. And they are doing very, very well. And that was because the school was different. We had good teachers who were determined to make us do better. You know, they dressed properly when they came to school. We had to say, yes, ma'am, and no, sir. You know, and we had to do homework, or you get a whooping with a switch or a paddle. <laughs> I remember I got, I didn't want to take her. You know, they give you those shots, things for you. So you don't get a disease when you go to school. And I didn't want to take the shot. I'm in the fourth grade. I didn't want to take it because I couldn't stand the idea of a needle going in my arms. My fourth grade teacher gave me the worst whooping I could get right in front of the class. And I still wouldn't take the shot. <laughs> then she called the principal down and he gave me a whooping in front of the class. Then I took the shot. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so easy. I'm thinking, I made a fool out of myself. I could have just gone taking the shot and not have the whoopings and be embarrassed. But that's how serious they were about educating us. They didn't say, oh, we, you know what, uh, the old white man has prevented us from doing it. I, never, I didn't hear that from those teachers. They took what they had and made the best out of it. That makes sense? Yes. And that's what we need to do now, yes. today. But the, as Rhonda said, it's in the mind. And the mentality is not there to bring out the best in people. You got all these excuses. Yes, baby. Um, on the subject, I'm reading this book about Abraham Lincoln and about you know the actual free, freeing of the slaves. And it's really interesting how the Democratic Party was very much behind uh, the so kind of religious belief that Blacks but see, were, even, I don't mean no, to cut you off, but no, that's I, another excuse. Slavery no, is know, over now. But Jesse, I wanted to make a point that I see that now that those demons of the Democratic Party are still alive and it's, it's transformed into liberalism and into, you know, a lot of black people, and not just blacks, so whites too, like my parents. They've taken the bait of dependency on the government and it's another kind of enslavement. It's yeah. like still alive in that party. It just transformed into a different, uh, different way. You are absolutely right in that, in that that is going on. But I think, now that as I think about it, I think if we were to get married, 
and fathers and mothers live upright and guided their children in the right way to go, then the Democratic Party or the Republican Party or no other party can take over your, mm -hmm. your family like that. Yes, I think right. that's what the key is now. Right. We got to restore the family. Yes, right. sir. I believe that's what it is. It has nothing to do with the right. white thing. Yeah, I think that's what it is. It is. Yes, ma'am. Yes, hold on one minute. I'm sorry. Yes, sir. I hear a lot about that just because black people are angry, but I don't necessarily know if I agree with that because... They're lazy, too. That's probably more Discipline. than anything. Discipline. But one thing I really... Going back in history, if you look, it's either the Aztecs or the Mayans, and I forget which one. But, or maybe it was both of them. But one of them was like, they were like a totally evil group, cannibals and everything, but they were pretty advanced in what they did. They had running water. They, you know, they, they knew right. how to make things work. And they were angry. And where are they now? They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the point is this. They were, they, were doing, they were making their... We can do it. That's the thing I want to get out there. We can do it. I, I barely have a high school education because I had to pick cotton. But I'm living my life. Because you had to pick cotton. I'm doing my thing. I'm having a... And I don't... I'm not relying on the white man or any other man. I've realized that Greater is he that's inside of me than he that's in the world. And if I connect with that greatness inside of me, there's nothing on earth that can stop us. Yeah, and people are not connecting with that. That's the problem, too. They are living in the past. The past doesn't exist. There is no future or past. Is there, Ozzy? Uh-oh. You're going to have to take that hat off if you want to talk to me. Look like <laughs> you know, um, I don't live in the past. Because I, I refuse not to live in the past. Yes. It doesn't but exist I anyway. Look, I have to look at some people. They can't help themselves. And all mixed of people. I'm not saying just black. Um, but in Tuskegee, Oklahoma, so, 1991, I believe. Speak up a little bit, Six to one. Those people was living, black people was living very independent. Yeah. I don't know where you know about history. But Make I, a long story short because okay. we're running out of time. But these people had their own all that was independent. Some Caucasian. Right, man. That old blue eyed devil. No, well, I'm not saying that. I love everybody. But you love, saying, you love the white man? I, yeah, I have a problem with white people. But my problem is did that take something away from the black man? This, it was called Wall Street. Wall Street, black people owned everything. They was independent, they didn't look for the white man for nothing. But they came in and burned up with everything. Right. And this white man like, what is she talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he just asked his black wife, what is she talking about? Is she talking about Africa? No, it's Oklahoma. Things happen, of course. Right. People, who, people who have things are going to take them from them. That's always going to happen. It's always going to happen. Slavery did not only exist in America, it existed millions of years before. Yep. The pyramids got built. Stonehenge got built, castles got built on the backs of slaves throughout history. So we can't say, yep. what was us, because we were slaves. 
Most people in their history were slaves at some point. It doesn't matter if you were black or you were Asian or you were Egyptian. And men, men are slaves to their wives. I'm not talking about slaves. I'm talking about independent. I think the thing is interesting with my parents, though, is that they have a lot. They have some anger, obviously, about how they were raised and things that they saw. Right. But for whatever reason. They I did it. get that from them. Yeah. All I got from them was, if you want something, work hard for it. Yes, ma'am. So I got, I was fortunate because whatever they had in their anger didn't transfer to me for some reason. But I did get the point of, you have to work hard. You got to do it. it. You have to get it yourself. I understand that. And that's something that came through very clearly to me. I, so I think I got to, I got I to have that. that free of the anger. All she's yeah. saying, though. For her story is that that's the tragedy that happened. Like nine one one happened. Yeah. Those people there, they could spend their time being angry for the rest of their lives and never rebuild their yeah. lives. And that did happen. It goes the wrong. Thing. But you get up and you dust yourself that. off and keep going. Well, I'm here in the anger. I'm not going to acknowledge that it was wrong. And I can only guess. I, I kept going. I kept going. Right. I'm from the south too, and to me, I saw a lot of things, but I didn't it stop me because right. I believe. It's a guide in me, like a guide in other people. That's right. And I moved on, and He's I'm very okay. If the white man got God, I got him. Yeah. Yeah. I got the same white God. You had that white, that white God or the black one? Me. I don't know what color it is. <laughs> God. Okay. I'm sorry about this. Yes. Okay, this is from Jack. Uh, his last name is Tvinkian. Okay. Uh, people are taking the message personally. All people, races, have been enslaved and used for work. Some have even willfully placed themselves in a contract to, slave, to slavery until they work their time off where they could live in that land. Innovation is a spirit that one chooses to live by. That's right. Amen, Jack. That's China. That's China. That's right. We're living in the United States. Right on. We should actually be taking advantage of it. Instead of sitting back. We have all the freedom here. Dust yourself off and move forward. Embrace it. And even to the men who are enslaved by their wives. Uh, whatever. Let me do this. We're running out of time. Hermes, you have one comment uh, or question. Uh, the Jewish people are a perfect example of that. Yeah. And you don't see them complaining and they just they move on. And the Jews are angry too, but they still move forward. Yeah, they, they don't complain. I mean, they don't, they don't let their past hold them back. But yeah. What I was going to say was last week, you, uh, I think you made a perfect analogy when you talked about how we've been adopted into the family of Christ. Yes. But yet we still, we have the black Christians and other Christians that still live in, like they're in a ghetto. Yeah. But like you said, but you've been adopted into another family. And I think that's exactly what's going on with the black community. It's amazing to me that God saw fit that all of us here end up in America, a free country where opportunities are everywhere. We can literally do what we want. But then you have, quote unquote, people of color spending a lifetime, generation after generation, mad at the white man and complaining. It just, it just blows. You know, I, I can imagine that God get up in the morning and, and tell Jesus to go and get some coffee <coughs> down at uh, Cafe B, Cafe. When do you go, Fabian? Coffee. Coffee. Oh, 
I like the other one. Coffee beans. Coffee beans better. better. Pete's is best. Pete's. <laughs> McDonald's is better. And they go back and they're better and cheaper. And cheaper. And they have their coffee and they just look at the people complaining. It's a waste of life. It's a waste of time. And when you die, you're going to see that you wasted time complaining. And if you take everything that the white man has, you're going to run out of stuff after a while. He only has so much. You're supposed to be building and planting and receiving and planting seeds, not just complain about some white man. The real enemy is in your family. If you really want to know racism, get up and try to do something for yourself. Your family will steal from you, lie to you, take all you have, put you down. That's your real problem with your cousins and your brothers and sisters. It ain't the white man. It's time to turn back to God and start living and realize what we have. I, yes, John. Oh, I'm sorry. I saw this y'all later first. I, I wanted to say, unfortunately, um, for some of the people that bought into the lie of keep reliving the past, yeah. we had some leaders that made uh, millions off of those type of people. Children of the devil did that. Yeah, and no. they've, they've become millionaires um, just recycling that hate. Yeah. And that's, that's, and that's why we got to wake these people up to let them know you got to turn away from your leaders. You got to turn away from worldly leaders and turn back to God and live your life. Treat people the way you would like to be treated. Work hard. Save your money. Build. You know, build. Don't just spend a lifetime begging and complaining. It's ridiculous. I, um, John, you wanted to say something. Another racist white friend. Your, your point about a wasted life. Um, you know, the, the truth is, is if, if you're hung up on the past, you, you end up with a wasted life. And like, like you often say, it's a setup. Yeah. And why things happen, I don't know why things happen, but um, from my own experience and from what I see going on, that's, it'll just waste your life. Yes, sir. And there, that's It's a truth. waste of time. Do, do you get nervous when I call you my little racist white friend? No. So you're not afraid that black yeah, guy sitting there? No. <laughs> 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 um, Last night, real fast, because I, we were running out of time, I was uh, Bill Maurer. You know who he is? Yeah. Bill Maurer. Am I saying his name right? Maurer. No, you're not. Maurer. Maurer. No, Bill Maurer. Which one? Bill Maurer, the liberal. Oh, he's on uh, cable. He's on HBO. Okay, yeah, if he's stone liberal, he does not believe in God. He doesn't even believe there is a God. He, he uh, went across the country all the way to Israel, interviewing Christians and Jews and Muslims to ask about God. He wanted to prove that there is no God and that all this stuff that these people are doing is just brainwashing and, and, and carrying on. And so he started in this country with the Christians. And I have to tell you, if I didn't know better, he would have won me over. Because the folks he went to, the Bible-toting, tongue-talking, spirit-filled, hell-raising Christians, they could not answer his questions. They, and he was asking, like, simple questions about God and why they believe in this. And the only thing that they could do was just quote the Bible back, and he would make them look wrong when they quoted the Bible. He just made them look silly. And see, that's not Christianity. Somebody should have been able to have an impact on Bill from America to Israel. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But they were, and the reason that they couldn't 
couldn't help him because they have taken Christ and turned him into a religion. And now there's ownership. You know, if you're a Christian, you belong to this club. And if you don't believe what I believe, you can't get in the club. It's ownership. This is why God didn't want us to create a religion. He said that we should be of the spirit. We should be born of the spirit because you can't take ownership of a spirit. But religion has hurt. All in the name of religion has hurt more than it has helped. Everybody and their mama and their mama knew the Bible, but they could not help the man that was lost. He literally made them look silly with the Bible. And see, you got to know that we are a spirit and the truth is in us. And it's the Bible tell us that the truth is inside of us. And so is that where we should live? We should live, we should be guided and live by truth, by the spirit of the truth. We are a living being. And we have to start, you must be born again. That's why God said you must be born again. Because if you're not born again, you're still of the human idea. And all your knowledge and all the stuff you're into will not change one soul. And when the devil comes along, he can make you look like an idiot. Because all you're doing is throwing words at him. And they don't work. We must be born again. We need a new nature. We, that is that is of the of the human flesh, is human. That of the spirit is spirit, and we must be born again so you can live from within. And you're gonna see how silly the world is. I, I saw this last night, and I was amazed that this man, who does not believe in God, made every Christian that he ran into look silly. They're like, oh, well, First John chapter one said this, and he had a response just like that, and they were like lost for words. That's not the way Christ wants us to live. We have to have an answer for the world. And we do have the answer, but it's inside of us. And if you're not coming from within, you're lost. You must be born again. You got to overcome your anger. If you have any anger at all, a little bit, just a little tiny bit, you're of your father, the devil. You're children of the devil. And somebody like this guy can come along and wipe you out. Because he's of the devil too, so he knows how to do it. You cannot have any resentment in your heart at all and be born again of the Spirit of God. And so you can be faking it and shaking it if you want, but you must be born again. You must get rid of your anger. You got to forgive. When you forgive, they couldn't even answer the God question. And he was like, Well, what is God all about then? Why even there is a God? What's the purpose of God? He wrote the law that you shall not steal and kill. If that's all he about, you guys know what God is all about, right? Oh, it's quiet up in here. <laughs> you don't know what God is about? Yes. Salvation. Salvation? Love. Love? love. About love. love. That's the number one thing, love. If you don't have love, you don't have anything. That's right. And that's what he's doing, creating love through us. And if you, don't have, if you have any resentment in your heart, you don't have love, don't fool yourself. Because that resentment is of your father. That's his nature, the devil's nature. But God was about love. And when you have love, you're not going to murder. You're not going to steal. You're not going to lie. And we are out of time. I appreciate you tuning in. I didn't know it was going to last that long, but I'm glad it did. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you.
For more information or to purchase a copy of this show, visit us on the web at www.bondinfo.org or call 1-800-411-BOND. You're already home.